Jesus, I do laugh very loudly. Yeah, yeah, you do have one of those uh, distinguished laughs. People always talk about your laugh. <laughs> I have offered people to pay me to show up to their shows and laugh. <laughs> like you, you come to their shows and be like, "Oh my God, John, thanks for coming." Like, okay, yeah, 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 shut up. Right? <laughs> do your work. <laughs> but Connor likes me to show up early to uh, when he does a comedy. Yeah, I'll show up to like an early preview, an early tech. Oh, he yeah? likes to see that. See what's working because I am one who laugh. I, I don't even politely laugh. I just genuinely do. <laughs> yeah, I will laugh at things. Yeah, are you an easy laugh? Do you think? Uh, I don't know. I mean, probably. <laughs> I probably do uh, laugh at terrible jokes, but I, I feel like I am discerning. But yeah. well, I do enjoy the laughing. The laughing, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I used to live with Regina. Regina Connolly. Oh, Regina Connolly. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, And she was the first one to like point out to me that I didn't realize how weird it was that like I would sit in my room, like watch like The Daily Show. Yeah. um, And I'd be alone in my room watching it, (laughs) howling with laughter. (laughs) She was like, You do that when you're just alone? I was like, Yeah. (laughs) But to me, I was like, That's what you do, right? You just laugh. And and what I get from other people is that sometimes when you're just home alone with no one around, you just slightly laugh. You slightly laugh. And I will howl alone. Oh, oh, same here. I just think yeah. of the, I just think of the dumbest things, like stuff that makes absolutely no sense. Like sometimes it's things like from like TV shows, but sometimes it's just a weird thought I just had in my head. You're just laughing alone with your own brain thoughts, <laughs> <laughs> or for like if I'm at work and like or like uh, putting something on a shelf, and I'm just I just start laughing. And then like if someone goes like, "Hey, what are you laughing at?" You're like, "Yeah, it's too stupid." <laughs> like if I tried to explain this to you, right. I'm already several <laughs> jokes into this inner thought joke. <laughs> I can't explain this to you. Yeah, like me and myself are so into this joke right now, me and my mind. Like you wouldn't get it, man. It's too it's too far above your level. <laughs> this is an audience of me. <laughs> I guess I'll introduce you. I'm talking to John Feitner right now. Oh, hello. Hello. Yeah, thank you for uh doing this. Uh no, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been I've, I've been a fan, I guess I should say. Ooh. <laughs> me. Ooh. <laughs> Who me? <laughs> You do that every time someone compliments you? <laughs> I do the, like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, come on. <laughs> Can you stop poking me in the stomach, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you good at ta- taking compliments after a show? After, I've like asked so many improvisers this. Um, I, I had to learn how to do that. Really? Because um, I think, yeah, because I've you know, had this conversation with people as well. That, <laughs> and that, that feeling of, you know, when you walk off, you have so many of those thoughts in your head of, oh, I could have done this, I could have oh, done that. Yeah. Um, and especially when you walk off after what you you're like, I know this was the worst show I've done. <laughs> you walk off and someone's like, "Great show." Um, I remember very much early on being like, having to, starting to do that, like, "Oh well, I could have done this," and well, you should have been here a better night. And uh, yeah. learning that like they're trying to compliment you, yeah. like maybe they did have a good time. Maybe yeah. they're not just like being nice. <laughs> and you're sitting here being like, "No, what you saw was terrible." Yeah, <laughs> stop enjoying it. Um, <laughs> So I definitely had like, tr- yeah. I remembered like training myself to be like, just say thank you. Yeah, thank Let you. Let them walk away and have those thoughts because you can't stop them. Yeah. But there's no need to constantly be putting yourself down, especially when someone is trying to oh, like, compliment, compliment you in yeah, some way. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I'm, the, I'm the same way. It's yeah. just, you know, like, because then like people get uncomfortable. I've noticed when you go like, yeah, it wasn't our best thing. They go like, oh, oh, oh okay. Like, was I not supposed <laughs> to compliment you? After? Right. Because it yeah. turns into an insult to them being <laughs> yeah. like, you enjoyed that trash. <laughs> I just did <laughs> Dare you? <laughs> Never come to the theater again. Yeah. Like, okay, I won't. <laughs> yeah, but that's a thing. Like, I'm still trying to like teach myself. Just like, 
don't know, because then it's just kind of like awkward because like when like people come up to me after a show, like if if I do get compliments, but like they mm-hmm. go like, hey, you know, hey, that was so great. I'm kind of like, oh, thanks. And they're kind of like, okay, well, bye. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where else like the conversation can go. Yeah. And it. sometimes that's all it is. It's just that. Thank you. Oh, thank that's you. All yeah. That's all I got. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. don't need to know all the <laughs> infinite things going on in my brain right now of, uh, should have done this move. I should have done that move. Oh, God. It never ends. <laughs> like, do, you, do you still get those thoughts? Or? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Like, I think... Every other month, I do a show where I'm like, you know what? I should never do anything ever again. Really? Oh, hell yeah. Do you, are you a very anxious person? I, I feel not usually. Not I don't usually? I think so. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, like I, you know, I, I, I try to take this art that we do, whether it is silly, <laughs> but I try to take it very seriously. Oh, so yeah, definitely. Whenever, it, you know, it could be, it usually doesn't take one show. It'll just, <laughs> it just happens that two shows run into each other where it's like, yeah. oh, boy, I'm off. And I'm just like, everything's off. You know what? I should just quit for two years <laughs> and see if I should come back. And then you do a good show, and you're like, uh, oh, okay. I'll, I'll no, stick that, around. This is fun. <laughs> I should keep doing this. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you, ever, have you ever quit for a period of time? Have you ever taken those, like, improv hiatus? I keep hearing about them, um, but I've never done Oh, really? Yeah. I have the benefit of, um, because I do do uh, plays now and again. Oh, yeah, like you're, audition an act- for, like, you're an actor. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, esteemed. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, uh, when I do those, it tends to, like, I will have to, like, miss a couple, if I'm doing a monthly show, uh, oh, I'll yeah, have to miss course. a couple occasionally for stuff like that. So it's often an opportunity to be like, I'm just going to put improv away for a little bit oh, yeah. um, and do this other thing. And it's always fun to come back to the improv. Oh, yeah. To just be like, oh, you know what? I haven't been to oh, theater yeah. in, like, oh, weeks. <laughs> yeah. I was still doing something, but, like, I was not doing, do, impro- doing the improv, improv stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were doing that Hollow Moon thing, right? Yeah. I never got a ticket that, but I saw the trailer. You looked like a very serious guy. Oh, I was the evil badass. Oh, you were the evil I don't know guy? if I was a badass. <laughs> I was the evil guy. I just saw, like, in the trailer, you were like, oh, hello. You're just, like, <laughs> watching TV, and you're wearing a suit. I was like, oh, my God, John's uh, John's uh, being evil. Conniving, oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, do you know... Do, are uh, you allowed to say your character's name? I don't know why you wouldn't be allowed to say your <laughs> character. It's like, it's uh, done. Never talk right. about it again. Yeah. I was Jack. Uh, oh, I forgot his last name already. That's a horrible. <laughs> it's just gone right out of my head because it was, it was just Jack, Jack, Jack. Um, yeah. Jack Warrington. Jack Warrington. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I have brain farts all the time. Oh, uh, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was the evil dude who was keeping everyone inside the house. Oh, really? So just, t- oh, yeah, it takes place in this one house. Yeah. And, and you're just the guy. Who, you Do you own the house or? Yep, I owned a house. I was the reason everyone was trapped inside, and I got to, uh, a scene where I got to grab one of the patrons, or the patron was brought to me, and I uh, convinced them to poison somebody. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, like uh, like a person who was just seeing the play? Yeah, they were like in the show. So oh, they were really? One, part of the people trapped in it, because it was like an immersive theater thing. Yeah. Um, so they're like caught in this house, being like, one of you has to die, one of you has to kill, <laughs> and I'm the rich guy betting on which one of you is going to do it. Yeah. Um, so there's a moment where I like, Make the game go my way, and like we yeah. grab a patron, and they get a whole scene where I threaten them. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Oh Super my. fun. <laughs> Is there ever a person who's like, "Hey, can I not do this?" <laughs> <laughs> it was about fifty-fifty. Oh, really? <laughs> like you, there you, are many people that would be like, "Awesome, can't wait, let's <laughs> do this." Um, wait, this isn't real poison, man. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, there there are plenty of people that you know they walked in the room, saw me, and like I could see them physically shrinking. Oh, like, yeah. oh this guy, I don't want to be talking to this guy. Um, Can I just see the play? <laughs> but there, yeah, there were several people who you know went through with it. Oh, <laughs> so, no, that's good. 
Oh my god. Um, like, okay, I'm trying. Like, when I was like knowing that I was going to talk to you, I was just trying to think of all the things I could ask you. Because, like, uh, like, what did you start with? Like, what did you? Were you a theater guy when you were young? Were you a theater kid, or were you? No, was I was. It didn't really happen till like late high school. Oh, okay. Uh, I was uh, very much the could not stand in front of people and give a speech of any kind. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> type person. Uh, but then late high school, I started kind of starting enjoying like film, being like, oh, my film's an art. This is like cool stuff I'm seeing here. Oh, yeah. Um, I really want to get into film somehow. And there was a TV production course um, in my high school. Yeah. Like AV club type stuff. Um, and that was like the first time I was like experimenting with, you know, entertainment-y, arty type stuff. It was mostly like, I'm doing the morning announcements. I'm in front of a camera. Look at me. Oh, you did the morning announcements? Yeah, once or twice. I was like, you know, the person in front of the camera. Oh, really? But we kind of did everything. It was like a very small production house, but like you'd have two people do the announcements. Oh, yeah. Two people doing the cameras. You, you also were like in the room doing the editing. Yeah. Um, well, like, wait, did like, uh, were your morning announcements like on the like TV in like the home room? Oh, yeah. That's what they did in my high school. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. two people were like sitting like news anchors and go like, hey, you know, this just is very awkward <laughs> preteens <laughs> being like, I am a professional business person. Um, just like holding those papers like news people like, hey, here's oh, what's yeah. for lunch. Uh, there's a <laughs> get ready for that social studies test that's coming up. Yeah. Sure. Do the more the, the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, yeah. So Wait, everyone's being like, I'm going to film the, the flag my way. <laughs> that's a cool new way we're going to show it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was like the first yeah. time I was like, ooh, I'm trying to mess around with like more entertainment-y stuff. Oh, and yeah. the, around the same time, I um, started watching like Whose Lines It Anyway, discovered oh, that yeah. on Comedy Central. So of course, was starting to fall down that rabbit hole of like, this seems weird and fun. Yeah. Um, and then, because we're all super awkward people, <laughs> awkward teens uh, in high school, not many people wanted to be the ones like in front of camera and for whatever reason, I was like, well, I mean, this is a small group of people that I trust. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm in front of a huge crowd of people. Like, all right, I'll be the camera guy. I've watched a lot of Who's Line. I know it'd be goofy. I love Mystery Science Theater 3000 and yeah. <laughs> learning how to like riff on stuff. Um, so I just kind of threw myself to that and I was like, well, this is kind of fun. And then when I got to college, because um, I was like two years I did that, like junior and senior, senior year of high yeah. school. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to become a film director. I'm going to do film <laughs> studies. Um, but I didn't, you know, more like I didn't, my parents also didn't want me to do like a strict film oh, like, school. Oh yeah. They wanted They're like, like <laughs> they wanted you to be realistic. They go like, right. you know, they have something, have something to like fall back Maybe on. Maybe learn about other things. Yeah. Like, um, so I found that, uh, my parents are from Pittsburgh. I got family in Pittsburgh. I was like looking around here and they had a small, Film studies program at uh, University of Pittsburgh. Okay. So I was like, oh, cool, I'll do that. I'll do, I can do the side film stuff. I can learn, but I can also like take other yeah. courses. And while I was there, um, you know, wandering around campus, saw a sign for improv live happening like on campus. Is this the Friday night improv show? Correct. <laughs> um, so yeah. I was like, well, well, wait, this thing I've been watching on TV is like, just happening. It is happening here. Right in, here. In Pittsburgh, yeah. Uh, that's nuts. So I went to there like, I went to that like my second week. Yeah. Of um, college, and of course, the rest is history. Oh, nice. pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> for for the folks at home who can't see, John lightly knocked the. I gesticulated. Gesticulated. Oh, that's such a fancy word. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a fancy word. But yeah, who was that whole crew? Because like you know, I feel like a lot of people in the improv community might listen to this. I don't want to assume that 
Everyone's gonna listen to this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, um, like uh, it was you, like because I've listened to other podcasts where people talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like you, uh, Ben Mayer, Louis Stein, mm-hmm. um, Abby Fudor, Aaron Kleiber, Regina, who you're talking mm-hmm. about, Liz Labaz, Liz Labaz, um, uh, Robin did it. Uh, oh, Rob. Well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did she, she? She definitely got on stage. It's. Oh, it's oh, the memories are so long ago. <laughs> uh, I think she got on stage once or twice, but she didn't really dive into it. Did she go to Pitt? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's like where you like your big friend group like met was like. Pitt. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and then the rest is history. Oh yes. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you like? Did you host any games there? Or were you still? Oh kinda? yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. I I was like pretty much co-host for a while. I was host for the final year. Oh nice. But it was like as right as arcade was starting and. Right as many things were changing, so it was kind of... <laughs> it, it went quickly downhill. Um, like low attendance? Yeah, or? low attendance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can blame it on many things. I can certainly blame it on my hosting abilities, perhaps. Oh. Uh, but it was also... It was just... I've, we definitely felt like there was a changing landscape of, you know... When I started going to Friday Night Improvs, you know, uh, internet still young-ish. Um, you know, trying to find something to do in college on campus was, oh, yeah. you know, what was within reach, what you could see. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of the smart things F and I always did was we put a free coupon for one show in this thing. They had a freshman packet. Oh, really? you have to pit. It was like a folder, <laughs> yeah. a physical folder filled with coupons. <laughs> uh, what a crazy idea. But, oh, yeah. you know, of course, you're on campus. You're like, what do I do? I don't know what's even here. Yeah. Let's open up this folder. Oh, this show is right here on campus. I got a free coupon. Yes. And that's how we... We did one in every single freshman packet, so it's like three thousand. Oh my god! However many thousand coupons, um, <laughs> we put out there that brought in our fresh new audience every single of year. Of course, yeah. And I believe it was the year right before I became host. They got rid of that packet because they're <laughs> like, "Well, we have email now. Yeah, we can just send people information." And also, Facebook exists. Oh, people yeah, can go course. on there and be, find people that. Yeah, no one cares about paper anymore now. <laughs> technology. No. Yeah. Do you it's still true. have one of the packets? No. No. I, oh, I'm actually, I might still have one of the coupons. Like, I think coupon? I saved them. Oh, yeah. Like, um, it, what does it say? Like, just like free improv show? Or? It was like Friday Improvs, All Lines Participation uh, Improv Comedy and, Show. And you got to pay, like, it was a paid show. Like, you, like, yep. okay. but it was like, it was three bucks. Three bucks. Actually, it was oh. two bucks when I started going. <laughs> and then inflation brought it up to three oh, whole dollars. Oh, God. Yeah, the times are tough, people. What can you yeah. do? Wait, you got to change the times. <laughs> Wait, how old are you, by the way? I am 36. You're 36. Okay, so I'm just, uh, awkward pause for math. <laughs> okay, so uh, you graduated college in, I want to say, 2002? 2004. 2000, okay, yeah, 2004. Okay, all right. Yeah. Ma- math section of the podcast. Over. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I graduated high school in 2000. So oh, I was like a yeah, Y2K. Yeah. Baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you believe in the Y two K thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, yeah, this is just a basic day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I do remember that midnight. Oh yeah. Testing to make sure the water was working. <laughs> Not for real, but being like, because it was such. There yeah. was definitely that. that like was real. Some people had that like thought, like you know, yeah. like oh, the world could end. Like, did your family like? Wasn't there like a thing like people like were like. Like buying like extra food and like supplies because they thought the world was gonna end. Supposedly, supposedly. bunkers <laughs> filled with cans of food, <laughs> and yeah, electricity and planes were gonna just fall out of the sky. And then At the stroke <laughs> at midnight, everything yeah. was gonna go wrong. Yeah, but then people were still outside for the Dick Clark <laughs> New Year's Eve thing. Well, we might as well die here in the freezing <laughs> cold. 
<laughs> the city that never sleeps, baby. <laughs> okay, but yeah, yeah, because I, I, when you brought that up, it just reminded me of like uh, my version of that with like the 2012 thing, the Mayan calendar <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, like 2012. I remember like you know, I worked at a restaurant and like my. <laughs> manager at the time was like hey let's all have like put celebrations for the end of the world in front of our restaurant like okay that's a smart idea and then i just remember like 2012 it happened and you're like oh okay like there's like there's people out there who thought that was gonna happen like yeah we we seem to as a species consistently want to believe that a huge ending is gonna happen it's like of course we don't want to pay our rent so we're like hopefully it'll all end in like five years wouldn't that be cool so we don't have to pay my rent sure uh that's or maybe we just want to see the end of the story. We're like, ooh, I got to see the end credits of Life on Earth. <laughs> directed, that makes me feel important. Directed by Mel Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> I was wondering what this was. was really do. ridiculous. It didn't make sense half the time. I was laughing the whole entire <laughs> But I enjoyed it. <laughs> Two thumbs up. But I'm not <laughs> Siskel and Ebert here. But yeah. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Back on track. Okay, so um, what did you study? You went to Pitt. Like, what did yep. you study? Like, uh, well, I, I often joke that I, I just majored in make believe because I was a film studies major, um, and really I, I fell into acting because I was just like, oh, if I'm going to be a great film director, because I think everyone who shows up to do any sort of film study <laughs> is like, I will be the next Spielberg. Oh yeah, um, I will be Scorsese. But uh, then you end up being like, well, I'm, I'm interested in other things. But I remember, or I thought. If I'm going to become a great director, I should know like how acting works. If I'm going to be directing actors, yeah. So that I was interested in improv and in comedy was certainly like that's never where I really thought I was going at all. Yeah. But I was like, I'll take some acting classes just so I can I know some of the art of it. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, Ooh, I prefer this acting thing. <laughs> I prefer acting like an idiot every every week. Oh yeah. Um, for funs and giggles and um. Yeah, so like I was like doing part film, and then I was like, "Oh, do uh, the minor in theater." So now yeah. I'm doing two things that will not make me any money. <laughs> um, but then I also took like tons of classes on um, like mythology stuff. Oh, uh, I took, one of my favorite classes I took was uh, it was the first year they had it there. I'm not sure if they're doing it anymore. But it was an entire class just on vampire fiction. Really? And it was run by two people who had to have been vampires. <laughs> <laughs> like one look at them, they were like. Uh, uh, I want to say like Armenian, but they had like long black hair. Yeah. They were just like dark and mysterious. And they were just like, here's what vampires used to be like. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I took tons of stuff that was just like, here's what make-believe stuff. So I took yeah. not a lot on actual <laughs> hard things that will ever make me any money. <laughs> now, like, you brought up the vampire fiction thing. And like I'm saying, like, was that class in the nighttime? Do you remember? I believe it was a night class. Oh my god! You never saw him in the daytime either. No, <laughs> no I didn't. Oh, you, now you're going to see him at like <laughs> one of your improv shows. And they dropped all those sunflower seeds and they started counting them. <laughs> Is that a vampire thing? Oh yeah. So that was I originally I saw it from. You're not an X Files fan, then I imagine. Oh uh, no, I've never watched it. There's a whole X Files episode about, um, but it is like like a true part of vampire. Yeah. Lore that some vampires are like really um, anal retentive. So yeah. if you throw a bunch of like rice or seeds on the ground, they'll stop and they have to count them. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh. So, so just remember that next time you're being hunted by a vampire. <laughs> you don't have <laughs> any garlic <laughs> or any crosses. Perhaps you don't believe in anything. Um, have some sunflower <laughs> seeds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. 
Yeah, just uh, like that's what the vampire movies are missing. Just like some guy just like, oh, throw the th- sunflower seeds. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. that's why the count in Sesame Street counts. I was, I was about to say that. <laughs> yes. The guy's like, why don't you guys ever bring rice? <laughs> or sunflower seeds. But yeah, now that you're thinking about it, now that totally makes sense. Do you re- did you read those books? Like do you are you a fan of like horror? Oh, big fan of horror. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, sure. See, like I never got into horror. I don't know why I've ignored it my whole life. Like uh you fan of like like the old stuff, like the mummies and like the werewolf, like the Wolfman, or whatever. see, like I, I'm such not a fan. I don't even, I don't even know the terms. Oh uh, no, no, I like a, a little bit of uh, this and that. Um, you know, yeah. huge Stephen King fan. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I am wearing a, uh, a Miskatonic University shirt. What's that from? That is from H.P. Lovecraft. Oh. More specifically, from Reanimator. Oh, if you've okay. not seen that amazing horror film. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like uh, uh you know. Uh, young lad years ago <laughs> saw Army of Darkness. Um, oh, the, the Evil Dead movies, and yeah. like, that was, I would say, definitively a reason I was like, "Oh, movies are interesting." Oh, yeah, crazy zombie horror comedies; <laughs> those are fun. Um, like, so yeah, I don't think there's like, uh, like I'm sure, yeah, less of the probably the old stuff. I'm not not really a slasher fan either, but yeah, like yeah. supernaturally weird, creepy John Carpenter. Oh, cool. John Carpenter type. Yeah, I didn't mean to get into John Carpenter too. He's another guy that people always like hype up about me. Hype up to me, like mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people talk about the thing. Thing's amazing. They go like, it's an amazing oh, film. It's like you go, they're like, it's like one of those movies where people say like, you have to watch it. It's like that good. Oh hell yeah! They they mention like how good it is, and also just how cool Kurt Russell's beard is. <laughs> and then, it like, is an epic beard. beard. Yeah, I'm like I've seen. He seemed to have grown it back for the Christmas Chronicles. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch oh, yeah. that to date this, <laughs> tis the season. It's like Kurt Russell's like it's basically my character in it. It's like that makes no sense. <laughs> just watch the movie. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it makes sense. Like uh, so, like what did you graduate with? Like I'm really, I'm really like focused on your education. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like. Just what do like, you know? Like, well, what do you? What's your deal, man? <laughs> I'm gonna pick your brain. But like, uh, what did you graduate with? Like, what did you? Where did you have a degree with? Film studies. Film studies. Yeah. All right. You ever film anything? Uh, I film stuff with um, Hustlebot. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah, some we, of the we've videos. We've filmed tons of stuff. Um, oh yeah, I've seen some of the videos. There's some. Uh, they're really funny. Like uh, the Kiss Club thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, but like, uh, hmm. I'm trying to think. Maybe I uh, did you do? There's this guy. I never met him, but I know he does film stuff around here, and I think he's like friends with like your whole group of friends, like mm-hmm. Chris Pretzka. Oh yeah, Chris Pretzka. Uh, have you ever done one of his things? Uh none of his film stuff. Uh, no. uh, I did like the live reads with him. Oh, he set those up uh, oh. like in the early days of Arcade. Oh yeah, um, I saw video. Yeah, I'm one of those people who actually like looked at the videos of the like apparently. I'm one of the people who like looks at all like the arcade YouTube videos. Like you, do, oh like, yeah, you go through. You them. Did, yeah, you do. You did like the Sandlot, the yep. arcade. Uh, no, not the arcade. You did, <laughs> you did a live read of the arcade. But uh, yeah, you did the Sandlot. You did Ghostbuster. Did you? Do I did the, not do Ghostbusters. You, you not? Oh, sorry. Uh, that's right. I did Ninja <laughs> Turtles. Uh, I've done more than that. Why can't I think? About it? <laughs> this is why my brain is horrible. Yeah. Um. Well, I did. Uh. Uh. We did a, a, a Christmas story. Then I also did. Um, uh, they wrote a uh, Pittsburgh Dad movie. Oh yeah, so I yeah, did a live read for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I okay. feel like I'm missing one, yeah. which I'm gonna hate later when I realize it. But uh, yeah, I did a couple of them. Okay, well, well, you're. You know what? I'm gonna make you remember at the end of this <laughs> podcast. Oh god! So, so get ready. <laughs> 
pressure's on. <laughs> but okay, so like you graduate in like 2004, and uh, hold on, I I heard something about you, and I I want okay. I want I want to ask you about it because this is just a random uh, John Feitner thing I heard. <laughs> Were you a manager of a McDonald's? No, I was yeah. manager of a Cold Stone. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, a friend of mine told me. Um, That's yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the rumor going around? How dare they? <laughs> it's like well, I always seen him walking the arcade with a bag of Big Macs. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Yeah. He must work there. <laughs> no one else would grab a sandwich. <laughs> they didn't work there. The only people who eat there are the people who work there. That's crazy. Like, that's uh, why everyone whispers when you walk in. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting rumor. But uh, no, yeah. I, I did I did manage a Cold Stone now. Oh, okay. So that's <laughs> where that story came from, I guess. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I wasn't like shocked. I was like, oh my God. I was like, <laughs> I was like okay, that's just a random thing I sure. heard. Sure. When, when did you, when were you a manager there? Uh, well, I started there about uh, 2004. There's one in Squirrel Hill. Um, oh my God. I, I've yeah. gone to that one all the time. <laughs> um, uh, I was just like uh, uh, the. Um, I was only the general manager for like two years, but I was like <laughs> uh, underneath the essentially assistant manager. So it took a while to be like, let's just give you that title because you essentially are assisting me yeah. uh, for several years. Did there. you work there through college, and that's how you? Uh, no, um, I started like last year of college, like tail end. Yeah. Because um, I got my you know. First shitty. Uh, ooh, can I, can I curse? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a po- it's a podcast. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> just like, am I allowed to curse on here? Oh my god, is this okay? It's okay. <laughs> delicate ears out there. Uh, so my <laughs> shitty fucking apartment. Um, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> just. Someone's a, a listening fl- to this in the car, like shit. Oh, <laughs> Drives off a cliff. Okay. Too adult. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Okay, I have a so super <laughs> super crappy. Apartment. Basement. Oh, really? Uh, uh, apartment. Like a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not a one bedroom. So one below. A studio oh, apartment. Oh, really? Um, so that like, did come with a bed, but when I got there, it was in the tub. <laughs> so, d- don't know how that happened. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> had, to, had to do something to, to make the yeah. money. Oh, like, I was yeah. like, oh, I'll do this Cold Stone thing. It's just opening. Yeah. That'll be, a, I'll just work there for a, a short while before I oh, get God. something better and then work there for nine years. Oh, my God. Oh, like that lie you tell yourself. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just going to work here for a little bit until like something amazing happens in my life. Right. Until like, I'm, I'm the, discovered I... by someone <laughs> passing through Pittsburgh. Steven Spielberg, you're, you're scooping up like mint chocolate chips. Like, hey. Wait, sing again. <laughs> my God. E.T. It's like, you're in my next movie. E.T. the musical. <laughs> That's what we're doing. <laughs> It's like at this point, Steven Spielberg would probably fucking do that. Probably, <laughs> oh, see, now I'm swearing. Yeah. It's like E.T. the musical. Eh, screw it. Yeah, I'll do it. Why not? He's doing a West Side story. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Interesting. Like, yeah. Apparently, um, crap, I forget. Uh, Rena Marino is apparently coming back to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Fun fact. Sure. <laughs> You've learned a lot here, folks. <laughs> I don't know, just a random fact I learned, everybody. But okay. <laughs> that is a random Spielberg fact, not a random John Feitner fact. <laughs> don't get, I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. Don't get those two confused. It's like it's like, wait a minute, I thought John Feitner was directing this movie. Yeah. If only. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. So you were you were working there for nine years. Mm. So wait, 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 like you worked there from two thousand four to two thousand thirteen. Yeah. 
Oh wow! And so, man, dang, yeah, like, <laughs> I, I was like yeah. no, like because like I was like a dishwasher for like six years, mm-hmm. and those times where like I would get those horrible paychecks, like those very low paychecks. Oh sure. Oh yeah, I'm just driving up to the ATM, <laughs> just going like, I'm gonna quit. This is gonna happen. I mean, like, did you have those moments where you go like, oh, I'm, I need to find something else, or were you, were you at that point because you were there for nine years, where you like you were like comfy. Being it, a, a cold stone. It was always the, the horrible thing that they were so good about scheduling that if I had to be like, oh, I'm going to be off for this while to do a show, oh, so yeah. I can't work evenings. They're like, sure. Yeah, why not? And like, after years of that, being like, <laughs> oh, damn, if I go anywhere else, like in the food industry, it's oh, like yeah. if I jump to another food place, they're definitely going to want me to work in an evening. This, yeah. um, it's not like I wanted to be in the food industry. It just like, <laughs> it kept happening. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's just, yeah, that, that sinking feeling of like, if I go anywhere else, I'm going to lose this only thing that's keeping me sane, which is yeah. getting to do comedy, getting to do theater shows on oh, a weekend. Yeah. And like, if I lose that, it's, I'm, yeah, I'm totally going to go nuts. Yeah. So it's just like, well, I'll stick through it. <laughs> and I ended up getting kind of lucky in that, like, it just, I kept getting little raises, yeah. mostly because other people kept screwing up and they were just like, well, we're firing this guy. Hey, do you want to step up and do more stuff? Sure. <laughs> Well, I fired another guy. Hey, can you step up, do more? Uh, sure. Did like, did the manager like ever like pull you aside and say like, "Hey, John, buddy, hey, I'm like giving you a raise. Like, don't tell anybody." But like, did he ever like pull you? Because that's no. what like that's what my <laughs> manager did to me. Like when I was a really? dishwasher, he was like, <laughs> "Secret raises." <laughs> just film. doing that to everyone, just like his own little power trip. Like, don't yeah. you tell anybody? <laughs> None of these other people matter. Only you matter. Only you. And he walks out of the room and the next guy, hey, don't tell anyone else. You're getting a raise. Because only you matter. Just down the line. I just, I, every day I would see him whisper to somebody, I feel betrayed. Like, I'd be like, like, screw you, man. Yeah, but like, I just like remember, I like remember that. And I was like, I think I would like tell people. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, just like, uh, Blah blah blah. I'm not gonna say his name. It was like uh, just like blah blah blah. blah. Like ever whisper to you about like raises and people go no. (laughs) You were special then. Oh yeah. Get secret raises. But yeah, yeah, like um, no, I never got a secret raise. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) They they were pretty forward about it. Oh yeah, Yeah. very very forward. I don't know why, but uh, um, so like, where do you work now? Do you work at a what do you do? What do you? What do I you... now work at the Carnegie Museum. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm in the customer service department, but uh, I'm the one who like answers the phone. Oh, really? Uh, for like the most generic phone number you can call. It's just like <laughs> I want to call the museum. You call me, and I will send you off to where you should actually. Oh, really? You were at like the, the you at like the front desk, or you? No, I did when I started there. That's what I was doing. Oh, I yeah. I was like, yeah, selling <laughs> tickets. But now I've worked my way up to phone. <laughs> Do you like phones? <laughs> I, I like's a strong word. <laughs> it is a, a, a new skill I had to learn. Certainly. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, it was much. It's much. I found it much easier to work yeah. with people face to face. Oh can, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Gauge their reactions to things and. Is that a thing you had to learn? Like you know, just being like um, around people all the time, or like being like um, like working like a business like that, where you, you like have to talk to people all the time. Are you good with that kind of stuff, or I'm pr- when it comes to like customer service stuff, I do feel I'm pretty good with that. Yeah. I just I've d- done it for so long. Um, yeah, even in high school, I was working like at a grocery store customer service. Oh yeah, um, and there's definitely like I know stuff of the improv comedy performance 
soup in my brain is like <laughs> that stuff is being used and like I have accidentally called patrons or customers the audience like at work <laughs> like I've slipped because like in me it's the same thing like I'm oh, still yeah. <laughs> dealing with them in a certain way so like yeah. I'm never like a grand conversationalist oh, although yeah. this is fun and wonderful um, oh thank you but um but yeah, I, I I find it pretty easy to you know they're coming in, they want a thing. I'm gonna help them get that thing <laughs> in the best way possible. And if yeah. things are going horribly wrong, it's you know I learned the skills to be like, all right, I'm gonna hear that, and I'm gonna hear your problem, tell you your problem is terrible, and I'm gonna give you the, whatever I can do to <laughs> fix it. You yeah. Know, often it's like I can do nothing. <laughs> I can't help you. Like I cannot give you this for free. Oh, see, like I can never do customer service because like a part of me just wants to like be myself and just be like, hey, well, I'm sorry. Like I can't help you. Like I, like I, like when I see like the customer service at my work, and I just like hear about any like customer service job, and you like a lot of people like have a script. You gotta go like, well, I'm sorry, sir. Well, uh, here's an option. Yeah. You blah 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 blah. I can't just be like, well, I'm sorry. I got no. I can't help you. It's like, oh, that sucks, man. Uh, you're screwed. Bye. <laughs> Like, hey, yeah, but like, I, I feel like I would be like horrible at that because <laughs> I just feel like, uh, like I said, I'd just be like, oh, well, that man, that sucks. I really wish I could help you, but I, I I'm sorry, I can't. I, I, I got nothing. Then, yeah, people would be like, yeah, screw you. Well, sometimes they do that anyway. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, you uh, try to keep reminding yourself that they're the outliers, but yeah, there's plenty of people that show up <laughs> to any place, oh, and when yeah. one little thing goes wrong, like they're. You are the one who gets the brunt of it. <laughs> and you try to accept that, you know, it's like, all right, they're having a bad day. Yeah. That's fine. I'm I wish you weren't pulling this push, oh, like pouring this all on me. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but I get it, I guess. And yeah. you're gonna walk away and we get to shit talk you behind your back. <laughs> That'll be the most fun for us. Oh, that's oh that's such a good thing to vent. But I never do that at the Carnegie Museum where I now enjoy uh, employment. <laughs> never would I do that. Never. never, ever, never. Never, 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 never. But no, that, that job I do love. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's like... Yeah, you work with, like, uh, Brad Stevenson. Uh, we worked adjacent. Like, he Adjac- was in, like, the arts management. Oh, um, okay. And I was, yeah. like, customer service. So we occasionally would meet here and there, but, like... Yeah. I was never, like, in meetings with him. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I just like, you know, from going to shows, he would, like, host, like, a Carnegie Museum art thing where you... D- I think you, like, did a character. I do think you did, yeah. I... I may have done that twice. Yeah, or at least did it once, where I was like a like a uh, an art connoisseur connoisseur who yeah. pretended to be a curator, but was asked constantly by the museum not <laughs> or not a curator, that. but like a docent. They were like, we <laughs> constantly ask you not to lead tours at our museum, but yeah. so you can do this show here at, uh, yeah. at the arcade. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, just a pompous art idiot. Oh yeah. So have you been working there for like? Was it was it Coldstone then Carnegie Museum? Was there's it like, a brief window between, uh, and then yeah, start working at Carnegie. Oh yeah, a brief window of like no job or. Like, well, I was doing. Um, I've done some uh, standardized patient work. Oh, is uh, that uh, the thing in like Pitt? Or? Yeah, where it's, oh. you pretend to be sick people for uh, med students. Oh, oh yeah, I've heard some improvisers do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was like a, a little side gig I had when Coldstone came to its natural conclusion. <laughs> uh, I did yeah a couple months of just doing that. Yeah, it's like it pays awesome when it pays, but it's like uh, here and there because like there. you're only working when like the students specifically need somebody. Somebody. Oh yeah, it's and not definitely a... once the school period ends, it's like uh, kind of a desert. <laughs> um, so like, so, like I don't get to do much anymore, but that's because I'm working like a, a, a full time okay. nine to five. But oh yeah, there was like a while there where I was like. Just doing that. 
Like, how long was that, do you think? Was it like a year? Or? Uh, it was a couple months where I was just doing that, but I was doing the standardization work kind of at the same time as Coldstone, yeah. um, which was like another another <laughs> reason why the, the, it was nice to work at that Cold place because they were yeah. like, oh, you need to move around your schedule so you can do a couple days a week at this yeah. much cooler, interesting <laughs> uh, thing yeah. where I'm using improv and acting skills to actually make the world a better place, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, there was just like a small period where I was only doing that. And oh, then, yeah. And like 2014, started working at the, just Carnegie. the Carnegie. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Crap, like you saying this stuff reminds me of like my restaurant job because like I, that was like the, the thing that kept me there too, going like, oh, I just have to let them know ahead of time and I'm good. But then like, you kind of have that moment where you go like, yeah, I'm, uh, for me, it was like, yeah, I'm a 24-year-old guy who washes <laughs> dishes. I need to get the hell out of here. Sorry, anybody. Sure. I'm going to apologize every time, I swear. Yeah, com- comfort is tricky. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is very, very, like, but it's like. like, why would I rock this boat? This boat is going well. Yeah. I'm making food. <laughs> making food. I'm making, making money <laughs> to get food and things that I need, and I'm clothing my body. So. Oh, yeah, and I'm um, paying the bills. Why would I want my soul to feel good? <laughs> <laughs> Quiet I can just down. tread water. Tread water. Delightful uh, water. Oh yeah, but like, it, I mean, you hear so many stories of like people like finally taking that leap. But it's like it, there's like some courage in saying like like I don't I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, I kind yeah. I kind of want to do something that like fulfills me. And like, I'm sure like that's how you felt. Like you didn't want to manage an ice cream place your whole life. So oh yeah, well <laughs> in that, that that brief period between. Uh, yeah. Coldstone and, and the museum, there was like, I had that moment of being like, I wonder, I wonder if I can do it. There's all this film happening in Pittsburgh. I got this standardized patient thing. Surely I should take that leap and finally just do comedy. And like the first yeah. month, I made rent, utilities, everything. And I was like, this is great. And yeah. the second month, I made nowhere near that. <laughs> I luckily had like had money saving, but I was quickly like, okay, I need something. Because <laughs> this is frightening. Oh, yeah. Um, so perhaps I just didn't have the courage or I don't know, maybe it was just not the right time for me to take that leap. But yeah, um, but you've done stuff, right? I, I've done enough. Like, like I don't feel that like I need to prove anything that like, <laughs> Oh, I'm not a, a star in a, a great Hollywood film, but the, would that you is not a that? failure on my part. Yeah. Would you want that though? Would you want to be a star in a Hollywood film? I guess it would be nice, <laughs> but it's, uh, but, <laughs> but it's, it's not like... something that I'm actually like uh, hoping one day still happens. Like I, I think it's, I, I, very much enjoy. I very much enjoyed watching the comedy community in Pittsburgh grow leaps oh, and yeah. bounds since I started. When there was like a nothing, it was like a, like a couple troops in some colleges, yeah, uh, maybe one or two troops um, around. And Friday Night Improvs was the only thing that happened weekly. Yeah. Um, so like now that there's like comedy theaters out the wazoo and yeah. so many different cool people have come out and like so many different improv troops, it's like, yeah, this is awesome. Truly, what what's happening here right now? Oh yeah, like for me. So like the fact that I'm anywhere in that is super cool. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, like it's definitely grown a lot. Like especially arcade has mm-hmm. definitely grown a lot, and a lot of cool people have come out through here. And you know, I mean, uh, I mean, like I'll, I'll say it to you, like you know, a lot of people consider you one of the best. A lot of people, oh, me? yeah, what? again, you're doing your Pillsbury <laughs> Doughboy thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. That was a good impression. Thank you. So yeah, but yeah, like uh, you're you're always considered like Warp Zone's always considered one of the best. You know, you know, you're making your mark here. Trying, but no, it's mostly I'm just in, so much enjoying the work that I'm doing that. Yeah, I think there's always going to be that vague pipe dream of like, oh, 
what if I could have been like one of the stars of a film? Yeah. But like that, uh, that's rung on the ladder is not something I feel like I'm reaching for anymore. Really? Where I'm just like, I really am just enjoying what's happening. Cause like, and I know people who like, uh, even when it was just uh, F and I, like they would leave, go somewhere, then come back and we're just like, you have no idea how powerful it is to have a stage every single week. Yeah. <laughs> and like you go somewhere else, they don't like it was an all audience participation show, if if anyone is not super familiar with it, meaning like there was no troop. It was anyone who showed up got on stage. Yeah. You just raised your hand, you came on down. So it was a crazy group of like people who kind of knew what they were doing, and then people who had never touched a stage ever. Oh yeah. Um so like it invited so many people to be like, just try this thing. Um and yeah, I know so many people that would come back after being gone for however long and were just like this, I miss this, just yeah. having that stage. Like, it's such an important thing. Yeah, they, they, um, they went to, like, like New York or L.A. and just got, like, chewed up and just, like... <laughs> and yeah. back out. <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, like, um, I mean, you do hear their stories. Like, there's people who've come back to Pittsburgh and just go, like, yeah, it's tough. Especially, okay. if, like, when you're, like, trying to work and then, like, doing improv and trying to, like, audition for stuff. And, like, it, it kicks your ass. You oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you definitely learn in this in this crazy business uh, <laughs> to uh, learn to take the licks, especially even like in um, or especially in um, like just auditioning for stuff. Like yeah. half the things I've auditioned for, probably more than half, they were like, "No, thank you." Oh, really? Like, just <laughs> Goodbye, like, John. We don't need you. And it's like, cool, great. <laughs> Bye. I'm, I'm going to choose not to take this uh, <laughs> to heart, even though I slightly am. Oh, um, like uh, wait, did they? Was it ever like you were in the room? And they were like uh, in like the middle of your thing. You just go like, "Oh, thank you." I've definitely got that once or twice where it's just like, like oh, come with two uh, uh, monologues. Okay, here's one. Okay, we don't need the other. It's like, okay. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I know what that means. <laughs> I'm not going to take that as, wow, this one sentence really sold you on how good I am as an actor. Oh, God. Like, did you ever like audition for anything like big? Or was it just like local local stuff? Uh, just local theater. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, like I've certainly done like extra work, but I've never been like one of the ones that goes to like the big cattle calls that they have for any of the films here. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like I've never had a, sp- a speaking line uh, really in any like yeah. uh, commercial thing that has happened around here. Um, yeah. So yeah, like mostly theater stuff is like feels like the biggest stuff that I've yeah. like put myself out <clears throat> and like, oh maybe this. Um, like I think I've auditioned for the public once. When they were looking for a ton of people, and oh, I was like, yeah. "That felt to me like this is the biggest theater I could be doing in Pittsburgh." And they were yeah. like, "No, thank you." I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> thank <Thanks>. you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, I choose to believe that I you didn't have a role for me. <laughs> not that you're like not this human. It's like, oh crap. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're absolutely out. not specifically you. <laughs> it's like, uh, no. <laughs> right after your audition. Okay. See you next year. No, please don't. <laughs> Leave this room for talented people. We are banning you from this building. You can't even see shows here. You were that bad. No. See, like, no, I, I, won't say, I won't say who, but I definitely auditioned for someone once where like he said something after that like felt like such a backhanded oh. insult. What like, did he, I mean, what did he I, say? I, I don't even want to put it out there. Like, that's oh, that's oh, as close okay. as I want to oh, go, but close. I was like, and I didn't, well, I didn't say anything. I was just like, cool, but like you just told me something afterwards, and I was like, I think you're telling me an anecdote about this thing I just did, but it kind of sounds like you're telling me I'm terrible. <laughs> uh, and I was like, definitely like, 
I feel like I don't want to audition for you anymore. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think I can live with that, but I was definitely like, that, yeah, that's that, something that I was like, oh, this would be a great company to work for. Oh, wow. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> Dodge <laughs> that I'm take this as a hint, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which was, it might be completely unnecessary, but it, like, I can certainly go in the details, but I feel that would be yeah. shining lights on certain people. But just, yeah. Yeah. Most people are just a kindly, you can go. You can go. And I take that as it will. But there was at least one time where I was like, this feels personal. <laughs> <laughs> like, this person went out of their way to make you feel like crap. Now, you could have just said go, but they had to sell this one last little thing. You had to keep me in the room. Did he have, like, a nice little tone of voice? He was like, hey, you know, you know, it, was, it was good. Yeah, but, like, you know, you should have tried this thing. or that, that, that. Was he Oh, like, I would probably shit myself if someone was like here's what you did wrong oh really <laughs> that would be horrifying oh, I think in any God. room they're like great audition here's why you're not getting it <laughs> it's much nicer when they're just like thank you thank please, you please Bye. go uh, that would be horrible if they were just like we're saying no and here's why <laughs> it's like it's like you you were nowhere close to Batman you were like you sounded I did have once yeah and I think he, he meant it in the best way. And like, I, looking at the role, like I get what he was saying, but like, he actually said, and I'm not trying to put on airs here. He's like, "You're a little too good for this role." Because <laughs> really? it's supposed to be like more of like a, a like a schlubby, or not schlubby, but like a uh, I can't even think what it is. But like, uh, I didn't have the look of, of the character. Okay, it's kind of like a, oh, it was supposed to be like a Woody Allen type of like. Uh, Nervous, nervousy, yeah, tiny, neuro- yeah, neurotic. neurotic character, and he was like, "The audition you did was great. It was hilarious. You just don't fit the role. Oh, yeah. You're like you're too funny for it." Yeah. I was like, "That's oh, so kind of a compliment." <laughs> <You're> <laughs> but I would big. like to just do the role. Okay. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you're not a Woody Allen type. You're like a very. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like you're very like brawny man type. Brawny, yeah, brawny, yeah. <laughs> you're you're chopping down wood. Oh yeah, I take care of wood all night long. <laughs> okay, yeah. Take that. Think of it what you will. But yeah, um, take it to your sexy place. <laughs> and then just nice calming music. Take mm. it to your sexy place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's okay. just taking that wood and he's taking it down. <laughs> then he's using a brownie paper towel to wipe up. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta sop it up. It gets real dirty down there. Oh yeah. He's got thistles and thorns. What? Yeah, he's got that tree sap on his fingers. <laughs> Gets real sticky after. It's like, is this supposed to make me relax? Shut up. <laughs> You'll be relaxed in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I mean, you've done a lot of theater here, right? You're like uh, good amount. Good amount. Um, your um, uh, your boyfriend Connor, like, uh, he does a lot of theater too, right? Oh yeah, he's a professional actor. He's uh, oh. in equity, so. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. You're, oh, you're not in equity? No, 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 no. No, no. Yeah, that's, it's it's such a weird thing in, in or at least how it works in Pittsburgh. Like, there are d- definitively, like, equity um, opportunities, and there are many yeah. people here that do make a pretty good living. Oh, there yeah. Are full, the few people, I think, make the true, I only work as an actor kind of living. Oh, yeah. Like, even Connor has a side job, um, a part-time job, so. Um, but one of the things if you do equity is like, you're not supposed to audition for, um, things that are non-equity because it's like, you're only supposed to audition for an equity place because they they are the only ones who can and should be paying you. Um, so it's like doing it could open up a whole bunch of opportunities, but it also would leave out all the stuff that I am doing right now. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, there, there are definitive jobs that I could not have gotten 
if I were um, an equity actor. Um, so that's another thing where it's like I never really took that plunge. It also always helps um, if you like get if you audition for a show that's like we want you so bad we're gonna like pay your dues or help you pay off your dues to like get into the um, the equity uh, club. <laughs> um, yeah. So like you know. Anyone could, I guess, I don't really know how like definitively works. So I think anyone could be like, I'm joining. I'm going to pay a bunch of money <laughs> and then never work. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. It, like, it kind of costs money. So if you're not working. Like, wait, like, is it like, wait a minute. Is it like, like a monthly thing? Like you like pay? I don't think it's monthly. I think you like, it might be like twice a year or something like that. Oh, really? Um, wow. But yeah, like they, it usually gets taken out of the show you're doing. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Wow. So I said, yeah, it's if you could do it, but like, yeah, it's so many opportunities you don't get to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you also don't get paid <laughs> uh, for a lot of things. So I do yeah. plenty of things uh, just for free, just because I enjoy doing them. Yeah. Um, or it's like, here's 50 bucks. And it's like, cool, that paid for my parking. But, <laughs> you know, I, I got to play a role that um, I may not have gotten to play. Yeah. Had, you know, had I been equity. Yeah, you love the craft. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, do you actually like love the craft? Do you like, can you like talk about acting? Like, can you like, can you like talk around with other actors and just be like, "Here, here's what my character was doing." <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, we we can sit around and be like, I, I feel like a few actors would be like, "Let's actually sit and talk about <laughs> what we were doing." But um, <laughs> but oh, yeah. what Lawrence Olivier did that one time it was so dactery. Yeah, he was um, eating a sandwich. <laughs> but uh, I certainly think I can, yeah. you know, talk intelligently about like, here's why I made all my choices. Here's why I did it. Yeah. Such and such in the, this point in the script. Here was the, the arc I was going for. Um, yeah. I can certainly talk about that stuff. I did just uh, help with um, uh, Andrew Sarah's doing a, a Patreon for um, uh, Uncumber Theatrics. Oh, you're helping out with that? Uh, she asked me to like write a piece for it. So like, so there's special like uh, blog stuff and photos and stuff you get. I oh, think if cool. you get at certain levels, uh, so she's like, "Would you write an article?" So I just wrote like a big thing about my character I did for Serpentine. Um, oh yeah, so I felt that like was the thing great to be an opportunity to be like, "Here's this huge thought process I went through, yeah, uh, to like build this character that like most of you never saw." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like that was a thing I kept hearing about. Where it was like that happened in, like 2015. Uh that's. Serpentine. That was like a thing like... Years are like, wrong. Uh, or years are hard to remember. Uh, that was like two years ago? Yeah, I'm trying to remember when that happened. or 16. I want to say 16, actually. Yeah, because like I remember just people were like posting about it a lot. And like, was it like a thing where people like would go around the city and like there would be like different actors? And, like, yeah, it was the, a crazy, sprawling, immersive theater experience in that instead of being like, here's two hours of immersive theater, yeah, they had actors just stationed around the city. And you like... Once you did the initial ticketed buying thing, yeah. you were given the information that you could, if you wanted to, go and meet the characters from the story and then keep the story going, which it yeah. did for like two months, <laughs> which was both amazing and, my God, this thing has taken two months of my life. Um, in the end, gladly yeah. taken, but like in the middle of it, it's just like, when will this thing be over? We I think all of us still joke that like we're still in it. This is still Serpentine. Yeah, we're all still hanging out in Serpentine right now. <laughs> Like, were you ever late for, like, were you one of the people who were, like, at a location? I was not. I oh, was, okay. in that one specifically, I was the character everyone was looking for. Really? It's like, I kind of had the, the special uh, thing that, uh, yeah, the, the main plot of the story, at least the first half of the story, was try to find my character, find yeah. Raymond Mott. Uh, so you would talk to the other characters, and they would say how they knew me, wondering where I was as well. They would send you on little um, missions. And if you were smart enough, at the beginning, you were given a um, 
a business card. Yeah. If you called the number, no one would answer. But if you texted it, then I had a special app where I could text back. Oh, really? So like I could just, you know, I would just mess with people. I would never like in story, never admit who I was, but I would like string them along, ask them to do things. Yeah. And it was only like halfway through that people like met me. Um, so like, <laughs> even then, like it was like most other actors had like, here's a two hour, two or three hour window that I would sit down, be this character. Yeah. But I think the first time uh, I got a text was literally like during an, a show at Arcade. Yeah. So I was running backstage like, because I was just so excited to be like, oh, this is my first person like contacting me. <laughs> yeah. So I was like running backstage, texting with them, going on stage, doing my show, doing the short form game, running back off, seeing what they said, and like just texting. Yeah. So it was like super fun and weird and awesome, but it was also like constant because people could text me at any time. <laughs> like there were times at work that I was just like answering like, texts with people. Like, okay, yeah. Surely on my break, I would never do anything horrible at the Carnegie Museum that now employs me. Let it be known that John Feiner is a responsible employee. <laughs> absolutely absolutely but yes so like that went on for two months of you just like you were doing like the texting thing for two yeah. months too but that was like basically and then like yeah like i want to say like a month of that yeah they finally met my character and then it became much more i did much more in person stuff oh really like so once people knew okay definitively i have been texting <laughs> this character yeah and then at that point you know the story was kind of going elsewhere like finding me was no longer the issue it was yeah. like we had a whole new act two to deal with uh, so me meeting people became much more of that. So it was much more of like, and you like were in character when you met them. You're oh like, yeah, you're, what was it? What was your character's name again? Raymond Mott. Like hello, I'm Raymond Mott. <laughs> hello there. <laughs> um, not my character voice. Uh, oh dang! But yeah, I thought it was, it was like, so close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought it was. But on yeah, the I would like uh, leave the house and like as soon as I got out of the car at whatever location I was meeting someone <laughs> at, it was like I could be in character because they could be across the street seeing me right now. Yeah. Um, that was sort of the fun of it, like, but yeah, it was like, wow, leaving and going. I had to like be that person, pretend I was that person, and then you know when they're texting me at ten o'clock at night, I have to pretend <laughs> on this phone that I'm him, and it's actually ten o'clock at night. Yeah, and the things that have actually happened in the last week have happened, and like how are they affecting me, and like, yeah, stopping everything, being like, all right, I get in this weird emotional place <laughs> and become this person. Like you would do that when you like text somebody, you go like, okay, now I'm Raymond. Now I have to like text this person. Okay, now back to being John. <laughs> it was a little more. It wasn't like, <laughs> and now I'm gonna turn off all the lights and get into the costume, <laughs> sitting alone in my apartment. Um, wasn't quite that. Um, okay. But definitely have to stop and be like, go back to the text, be like, okay, what have I said to this person? What yeah. has happened since then? Because definitely in that show, it was like all the patrons were like talking to one another. And we figured out very quickly oh, that like yeah. they had. Pages that they were like, oh, what's going on? We're trading information. Like, what did he say to you or stuff? Like right, that. right, right. Yeah, so yeah. I was like trying to trying to remember. Okay, who said what? Who's met who? And what? Yeah, you know, what are the situations and facts of the story right now? Wow. And being like, okay, and then I'm feeling this right now, and then like <laughs> giving actual emotional responses and like definitely thinking with that, like a lot of the weirdly the standardized patient stuff sort of like clicked in. Yeah, because like standardized patient work, you know, you're pretending to be the sick person, but really you're trying to train the doctor to be more empathetic. Okay. Um, that's a big thing about it. Because so, yes, they want to find out what's wrong with you. Um, so you're trying to get the, the, um, uh, the symptoms across, but you're also being like, here's how I felt when you asked me these questions. Um, okay. So there's a lot of like, you know, if they're being empathetic, 
and they're buying into the story of you being the sick person. Like you give them stuff, you oh, reward yeah. them. And I remember thinking, using a lot of that with uh, Serpentine being like, if you're good to my character, I'm going to give you stuff that you can now go to other characters and get more from like them. If you're, like if, like if you're getting into this, like I'm going to help you out. Right. So the people so who cool. were like nice to me and good to me and like got into the story, <laughs> yeah, got stuff. Like even occasionally if they were being like a jerk to my character, as long as they were being in character jerks, yeah, and they weren't just being like I'm an asshole patron, yeah. Um, I would give them a little bit, but yeah. they got even more if they were like being like, oh, I see how the things are for you, Mott. They're like things are terrible. I'm like, you know what they are. Here's two pieces of information you can go <laughs> run around with. Oh man, um, or at least I tried to. Yeah. Um, so like, wow. God, that is so cool. <laughs> no, because it's just like I got like none of this information. I, like I never went to the show. Maybe I was lazy, but like, <laughs> but like I would like all I saw were like pictures. So like, <laughs> when they found your character, mm-hmm. you're um, you're the guy. You're Raymond. What is it? Mott. Mott. Okay, I almost said butt, but yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> Raymond Butt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your life, Raymond. (laughs) Stop it. Okay, uh, but um, (laughs) when they found your character, Raymond Mott, um, like, how did it end? Like, did you have to do multiple endings with multiple people? Uh, There was one big ending, so that was like a plan. Oh, okay. At least for this show, that yeah, like, yeah, we knew there would be a final moment that we would invite all the patrons (laughs) to. Yeah. Um, So I don't think all of them made it because. Who has time to do <laughs> All this two months worth of show? And a lot of people did. A lot of people um, yeah. did a bunch of it. Were super <clears throat> in, in, involved in it. And there, I think, plenty of people who showed up at that final night. Were like, I missed everything, <laughs> but I'm seeing the ending. So, like for that, there was a planned moment of everyone should be here, and however certain things go, based on what the patrons do, like yeah. this certain ending will happen. Oh wow! So that's certainly not how all these type of things work, but. Um, I've certainly done immersive stuff where it's like, it's a very clean, straight line. Yeah. We're just going to take them along this road. They're going <laughs> to end the simple story. And then, you know, I've done things now where it's, yeah, where it's like, we walk into it being like, how the fuck is this going to end? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like uh, did Anne let you know the ending ahead of time? We had a vague idea of where it was going to go. Oh, um, like she didn't tell you. She was like, I th- well, gave you clues or. There was a, there was a, there was a framework. Um, that we're kind of going with, but like I think some of the specifics of what the ending would look like took a while to get to. Yeah. We had a pretty good idea. It wasn't like we <laughs> had absolutely no clue. It wasn't just like... Figure it out. It's like, uh, I guess we're going to show up at Giant Eagle? I don't know. <laughs> like we knew yeah. the, the kind of story we were trying to tell and w- where the ending should take place, but um, a lot of the finer details of like, you know, once you walk, once you get there, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, w- took a while to... <laughs> get it down to okay this is basically what's going to happen but even that you know can go anywhere if like the patrons are like suddenly want to go this way yeah maybe that's where you have to go like certainly you, you <laughs> if they were like let's all get in a car and drive to chicago <laughs> um can't imagine that would happen but oh, like i, I doubt we would have been like yes my character now suddenly wants to do something <laughs> that intellectually my actor knows is ridiculous psych <laughs> you didn't um, have to go to chicago so yeah, there, there was like yeah. certainly a framework and like a story that we knew was wow. going to happen. So it wasn't complete chaos. <laughs> it was just enough chaos. <laughs> it was the perfect amount yes. of chaos. But so a, a like wonderful, you, wonderful experience. Oh, that wow! That is, I love Anne. I, I'm oh, yeah. blown away by her. Uh, she's just 
don't know. She's just a. I don't know. I, I can't. I'm bad at. I don't know. But like, <laughs> I, I'm just bad at just like praising people. I'm bad at taking compliments and also bad at praising. But yeah, just <laughs> I'm uh, bad at positivity. <laughs> I got can't a, do it. I got an effing positivity. But um, I just uh, love the way she works, and she's just uh, just a solid human being. She's just yeah. upfront. Yeah, I just like the way she does stuff. But um, is that the only thing you've done with her? Uh yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Would you ever do something again with her? Or? Oh, absolutely. 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 <laughs> That's a word. Yeah. Make it up right now. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but like, uh, and like, does she have a theater? I mean, I, I, I could ask her this. But yeah, <laughs> since you're here. Well, now we're into random and facts. <laughs> uh. we'll, be, we'll be right back with random John facts after this other <laughs> random facts section. She doesn't yeah. have like a, a theater, like, um, but she yeah. has like a theater company. Theater company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Right. Okay. This uh, <laughs> fact section. <laughs> this brings a conclusion to a- random and facts. Now back to your scheduled John Facts programming. Okay. Wow. Um, I mean, do you have any uh, stuff lined up or are you just sticking with the improv for now? Uh, nothing like, yeah, nothing planned. Uh, yeah. Certainly, I hope to audition for stuff in the next year. Yeah. I love doing like two or th- at least if I do two or three things. Um, Theory, at least with a script a year, I feel like I've been somewhat accomplished. Really? Um, you, like, uh, you've done like two or three plays a year? Or? Uh, yeah. Really? So sometimes more, sometimes less. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it, like, it averages about two or three. And it's like, cool, if I get to do the fun little thing. Wow, um, that's so cool. Maybe that's just like I'm shocked by that. Maybe like to you, that's not like a big deal, just doing two or three plays a year. But like to me, like a, a guy who like, who. Like, that's a lot of pressure because, like, oh, my God, I mean, like, two or three pl- I mean, I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> not at the same time. But uh, <laughs> but just, like, wow, that is really cool. I mean, uh, did you, this Hollow Moon, was that the only theater thing you did? Or? No, I did uh, something for uh, Through Line Theater. I did a, a Ubu. Ubu. Um, um, where's Through Line? They are doing it at Pittsburgh Playwrights right now. Uh, okay. That's future. at uh, the South Side, right? No, no, no. They're, like, uh, kind of right next to Arcade. They're oh. up on above Bricklot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like that little tiny door. Like, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a minuscule <laughs> door. We're like, so you're gonna hunch down. <laughs> you knock on it, a little elf opens it up. <laughs> hey, welcome to Playwrights. It's like this better be a good show. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, yeah, I've always wanted to go see a show there. Um. Because uh, I've known people who've done shows. Like Mike McBurney has done shows there. Uh, mm-hmm. Tyler Kendrick, who you did yep. Hollow Moon mm-hmm. with. Yeah, like I remember seeing the trailer for Hollow Moon. I'm just going to bring it back to callback. <laughs> improv. <laughs> improv uh, term. But uh, yeah, when I saw the trailer for that, it was just like one of those cool things where like, oh my God, I know that guy. It's like seeing like Tyler like wearing a hat, like a top hat. <laughs> it wasn't a top hat, but it was just like, just being like this cop going like, oh, that guy. Oh yeah, I can't stand <laughs> that guy. I was like, oh my God. Like you're acting, you're <laughs> acting, yeah. And then somebody act- else. <laughs> That's crazy. You're not yourself. <laughs> yeah, but um, but like, um. And then I also did uh, Sex Wiener's Boob. Oh yeah, with, uh, yeah. Oh my arcade's god. first play. Oh my god, I can't believe. Yeah, I I want to go see that. You're really good in that. Uh, you had multiple parts in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a part. There's a scene in that. There's like two scenes in that play that like, I still remember. <laughs> there's like the one scene where like um. You, Abby, and Mike, uh, Abby Fudor and uh, Mike Rubino, two of the creative directors. I don't know why I'm using this. Like the radio- <laughs> I'm Side note. Uh, this is uh, 
Again, we're taking a break from John Feitner facts. <laughs> this is an arcade comedy theater fact. <laughs> this show's just this episode is just full of facts. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna use my normal voice. Um, Happy <laughs> Fudor, Mark Rubino, they're two of the owners out of four of um, the arcade comedy theater. There's just like, a scene where you play like the bad guys, like henchmen, mm-hmm. and you <laughs> that scene where you're walking. It was like, oh no, he's coming, and you're just walking in silence. I saw that supremely slowly across Super- the stage. Oh my god! Uh, I love that. Oh, uh, like I couldn't watch more of that scene because it was just because it was just like that whole thing of like like there has to be more, and like that's all it is. Nope. <laughs> no, oh, I I just uh, oh, I love that so much. It's it was such a glorious thing, and I actually that was the second time I did that play. Oh really? Uh, you did it before? Because uh, the director Don DeGiulio had done it, uh, and uh, Brad and Fred and I also did it. Yeah. So like the four of us were the ones back from the original production, but we did it um, at the old Pittsburgh Playwrights, like nine years ago. Wow. And like it was cr- super crazy fun then. Like ever <laughs> since Arcade opened, yeah, we were like Arcade's got to do this play. Yeah. You, we have to. It's right like, up it's, their alley. It's so yeah. ridiculous and great and fun and like. Oh yeah. I just love the I, people who wrote it. I love like that whole like you know state. Yeah, state guys. Yeah, and, uh, like the, David Wayne, Michael mm. Showalter. Like I love their type of like humor and movies and stuff like that. But another scene I really liked <laughs> that you're in. Yeah, this is. I, I'm, I'm. I'm sorry, but like this is this is like a quick minute of me like praising stuff <laughs> that you've done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean to make you sit through praise, but yeah, uh, it was like a scene you did where it was like. The what was the villain's name in that show? Tad Theaterman. Tad Theaterman. I he was like he was having uh he was like visiting his family. <laughs> it's just this random scene. Like there's just like I love the way it was put together because like you all were like laughing about random stuff. Right. I forget what you were laughing about, but it was just like random like because we were laughing at nothing. <laughs> laughing at nothing. As long as Tad spoke, we thought it was hilarious yeah, super hilarious. Isn't like the one guy who played like a brother or something? Every time he would say something, like everyone would just like. Be quiet. <laughs> I just remember like Abby's character would like, like, f- like poop and like throw up. She would fiart and biarf. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. If you want to get the terms correct, the ones used in show. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not in the theater biz, all right? <laughs> I don't know these theater words like biarf and fiart. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber is pissed right now. But, um. Harold Pinter's fiarted. <laughs> Beautiful, beautifully done. I just remember like your character, like after Abby did that, I think like uh, I think it was like once or twice. You're just like, is no one gonna talk about this? <laughs> yeah, he he basically yeah. Several <laughs> times she leaves, barfs, farts yeah. horrifically. Yeah, I should add if you did not see the show, horrifically. <laughs> oh yeah, and no one talks about it until my character explodes <laughs> in like complete seriousness. Why is no one talking about this? This is a terrible. Our family is falling <laughs> apart. Uh, which was, I just lo- I I just thought that was so funny. Like, she just bjart and fjart everywhere. No one's gonna talk about this. Yeah. The funny thing about the first time we did that, yeah, like a live could, show. The first time we did it was like of a live show. Yeah, of uh, Sex Wieners Boobs. Yeah. I played that same role, and like I could not get through that without laughing. Oh really? Could not. <laughs> it was just like this is so. It's tickling my funny bone. Yeah. I know I have to be serious, but the more I realize how serious I'm being, the more <laughs> hilarious it is to me. Oh, yeah. And, like, I was starting to get chastised by Don, being like, you have to get through this eventually. Oh, yeah. And, like, the second we got costumes, and the original, it was, like, a, a, a yellow, tight little shirt. Oh, yeah, you were, shirt, like a ch- And I had blue little shorts. 
Uh, I think they were. Uh, I don't remember what they were. Did you have a beanie time. on? It was to... a backwards baseball cap. Ba- backwards baseball cap. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, I, uh, I it still feels odd to me. Like I put all that ridiculous costume on, and then looked at myself in the mirror, and I was like, "Well, this is just completely silly." <laughs> and I went out there, and I did it for the first time, not breaking. Yeah. Because suddenly it just seemed <laughs> like now it's completely real to me. Like being in costume. Yeah. Which rarely happens, but like the costume for some reason like finally solidified in my head. <clears throat> Like, just be this guy. Yeah. Stop realizing how actually funny this it's moment it. is. Not yeah. necessarily how funny I am. <laughs> uh, number the humble I thought, gonna, I thought you were going to fall like, with, like, because I'm hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you noticed, I'm fucking great. <laughs> but it's like, just occasionally I want to quit acting forever. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny by myself. <laughs> yeah. But, um,. Like that was like the first time it's happened to you, where like you wore like uh, the costume, and you're like, okay, I'm this guy. Like, uh, I think so. Like, I, yeah, I, I can't think of any like other one where it was like it felt that definitive. Where yeah. it was like the costume like made it be like, got it. Yeah. <laughs> now I got. Already. It. Now All I right. can completely uh, get myself into this yeah. into this personage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I did do a, a show once where I got to wear like I was like a uh, like a monster, like kind of like kind of. Um, uh, narrating the show, Mr. Narrate, but hosting it. Yeah, and uh, it was for Twelve Pierce Theater, and like they actually like I went to Steve Tolan, who's like an FX guy here okay. in Pittsburgh. I don't know if you know him. But, like he actually did the full like mold my head and like made this horror mask for me. Oh man! Um, <laughs> so that was definitely a show where it was like put that on and look at your like scarred, horrible face, and be like, yeah. all right, <laughs> now I see this. I'm, I'm not myself. Now I'm becoming this person. Yeah. yeah. What That's was like, like the makeup? What 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 would you look like? Um. I was like, I'm going to pull my phone and show you, and this will be of no <laughs> interest to anyone here on the podcast. Um, but it was like like a scarred face. Like, oh. it looked like fleshy, but oh. there were like horns coming out of his head. Um, but it was like he'd like scarred himself, sort of like all these cuts. Ugh. And like, it was, we would paint it with uh, blood, even more blood uh, in the cracks. <laughs> so it was just like, yeah, like he was like a weird demon that scarred his face and then crawled out of the earth. Oh my God. Um, like a zombie, or were you just like a guy? More like just, just like demon sc- monstery thing. Demon, ooh, yeah. it was yeah. super cool. What was the name of the show? It was um, sustenance. Oh, what's that mean? Sustenance. Um, it's like uh, I eat this to get sustenance. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was like um, uh, oh, I've forgotten the name of the guy. The guy who wrote it was in um, Psych. I don't know if you watched that show. And I've, I've forgotten the uh, actor's name. One of the main guys. The main guy. Um, I know of the show. Like one of the guys yeah. in that show was in West Wing. I think uh, not that guy. Not that. Not the, <laughs> the, the other guy. The other guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, he wrote this just weird ass horror uh, mm, yeah. tales from the crypt inspired show. Oh, that's cool. Um, and kind of like to hold it together, this like monster <clears throat> hair comes out and sets the stage and would like do sound effects things that was like one of the things to make it like more gory and weird was like when someone was getting their eyes gouged out my character would pick up two eggs and crack them and like throw the <laughs> stuff at the audience so it was like just a weird silly horrifying like gory mess of a thing but just to be like let's be fun and horrific for a while oh yeah um it still had one of my favorite lines to end a show with where at the end of the night after everyone is just slaughtered, a zombie comes back, kills everyone. I just get to look at the audience and yell, sleep tight, fuckers. And lights go out. And I was like, this is so much fun. <laughs> uh, 
that because you don't get to like normally do that. No. Of course, like it'd be fucked up if you just were, like looked at Connor and were like, "Sleep tight, fucker." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, you're horrible. Yeah. No, it's funny. It, like, it is fun to get to yell at an audience, <laughs> even though we love our audiences. But yeah, in Hollow Moon, I got to like because I was the villain at the end. If things didn't go my way, like you get mad, I would get mad, and I got to that? multiple times yell specifically at like a certain patron and just be like, "You fucker, you idiot, you've ruined it!" And I'm just like I'm full on yelling and screaming. Yeah. And afterwards, they're like, "That was great. <laughs> that was so cool, dude. <laughs> You're all up in my face." And I'm like, "Yeah, I just got to <laughs> get all this out. <laughs> oh, get all that negative energy right? out. Oh my, it's very God. cathartic. Just be like, I get to do this, and you think it's a cool <laughs> thing. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> when you don't even know, it's help- helping me mentally. Right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but like, are you, is it easy for you to like get like mad, like like be like full on angry, like no comedy, like not comedy mad, like, <laughs> like, not, like real mad, like real mad. Uh, pretty easy, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, sort of just I'm tap not... into like all the stuff that yeah, again, I don't get to do <laughs> with. Uh, the customers yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the customer service industry, all that stuff that you'd be like, I don't, I don't need to lose my cool. I can just be calm. It's fine. Yeah. To just be like, no, right now I get to pretend that it's all not fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about me and I get to scream and yell and it's for a purpose. Isn't oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm um, just asking that because like knowing me, I'm like, <laughs> like, see, I'm laughing even now. Like, <laughs> explain it. Like, I would laugh. I would ruin so many shows if I had to like be like incredibly serious. <laughs> like I remember when I saw like Enter Warp Zone and y'all did like um, the Crucible. The Crucible, yeah. Thank, <laughs> thank you. I was trying to remember. Like I was like, it's Daniel Day Lewis movie from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, uh, just um, uh, and like you were, I, I could tell like you were trying. You all were trying to like play it serious. Yeah, yeah. But like I was just like, anytime I see like people do that. Even like in comedy, like trying to like mm-hmm. do like a because sometimes it's funny when like you, you know this, but like it's it's funny when like things are like taking really seriously. I just know that I would ruin it. I would so <laughs> ruin it. I would just like laugh <laughs> the entire time. But yeah, I don't know. Just like I, I just find it so easily. Like I just I don't know how am I trying to describe this. Uh, I just find it so interesting when like there's like performers that can just go like, oh yeah, I can totally do it, and then just like. Be like, oh, hey, how you mm. doing? And then a second later, you're like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're like that. I yeah, just, kind of, I, I'm, <laughs> I've never been a method actor, so I'm never one that's like, yeah. I rarely walk away from a show being like, oh, I gotta get this character <laughs> off of me. Oh, I gotta, I gotta do that. I think there's an actual acting exercise that I've done where it's like you have to unzip and get inside the character to be like, have you take that it? extra stuff. I've done it like, but it doesn't feel like something I ever need. <laughs> um, there are certain like, there might be like little physical yeah. movements or phrases I need to say to like, yeah, hype my there. mind yeah. for it. Um, but yeah, it's never like so much that I'm like, yeah, I don't need to like go alone <laughs> in a room and sit there for five minutes and like get to a place. Like I'm one who can do a serious scene, walk off stage and then backstage quietly tell jokes with the other actors and then walk back on for, you know, be whatever thing again. I have to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's rare, rare that I've ever walked off stage <laughs> and like, yeah, but carried much of it with me. Like, there was like one weird show where like, yeah, I did walk off stage and like fake smoke a cigarette. Oh, really? It's one of the weird. I've never really done anything since, but like, my character had to leave and then come back, not realizing that like he'd forgotten the reason why he left. Yeah. I was like, why did this idiot forget this? I'm having trouble figuring this out. I was just like, oh, he probably smoked a cigarette, lost a tra- uh, train of thought. 
That's why I walked back in. Really? A silly thing that nobody really needs to know or worry about, but like for me, it was just like it was bugging me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's probably smoked a cigarette, and it was such a short moment off stage that I was like, I'm just gonna do that. <laughs> like I'm sitting back, I'm sitting in a place where I can't really talk to anyone else. <clears throat> so alone backstage where no one can see me, I was sitting here pretending to smoke a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> I rarely do anything like that. Like yeah, for, mostly for me, it's I know how I need to be before I walk on and after I walk off stage. Yeah, and as soon as I do that, I can just. Take it off and just go in there, yeah, and just become me and tell stupid jokes. Oh yeah, see, like I laughed when you said like like oh I need to take this character <laughs> off me because I know there's people out there who are like that like sure. oh god and if that's what you need to do absolutely yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm certainly not knocking I've worked with many people that do need that time and energy to be like I'm gonna go over here I need please to don't get... talk to me for like two minutes I'm gonna be like doing something and this is yeah. what I need to do to be like get into my role and like yeah. I've certainly done shows where it's like. I totally get that. You oh, are yeah. you are carrying the show. You're like the main character. Yeah. So that totally makes sense to me. That's no. just a thing that I've never felt the need to do. <laughs> like yeah. I, like I find it, it seems silly to me, but like I see other people, I'm like, well, it, the results are working, I guess. But <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna argue with you. Yeah. You're not hurting anybody. You're just doing your own thing. <laughs> um, certainly, yeah. Yeah. It, it turns on an actor being a jerk. And so I was like, well, yeah, okay. I don't know. If it's How necessary. Being, but, like, I don't um, think you need to. I don't think. Uh, Method actor makes you become an asshole. But yeah, yeah. Um, but like you know, but sometimes thing, I, I let it happen. Yeah, um, sometimes it's cool. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, you're just like acting like this person, like Daniel Day Lewis. Like he's just like <laughs> he's just like his character around set. Yeah. Sometimes it's funny. Then there's probably times where like you're like at craft services and you go like Daniel, can I just talk to you for a minute? <laughs> no, I'm Lincoln now. <laughs> What's all these cameras? <laughs> That's the part I'm like. How deep does he get into that? Yeah, like I feel like he doesn't. Like, I feel like it's been just built up, but like yeah, he has like done insane things. Or not insane, insane things, but like I know for Phantom Thread, he like actually went and worked for the New York, uh, I would say opera or ballet and like really? made costumes because he had to be a, 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 a designer. A yeah. Seamster? Seamster? Yeah, he's a seamster. 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 What do you think of that movie? I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, yeah. It's a weird ass little film. Yeah, um, it's, uh, I would say like as a Paul Thomas Anderson fan, mm-hmm. like it's not going to be for everybody. Yeah. It's like, it's not, you know, crazy. It's very, like, calm. It's very, like, you know, the dialogue is very, I don't know, just, um, whew, how do I describe this? I don't know. It's just uh, very dialogue-y. Yeah. Yeah, just. Uh, I think, I remember going into it uh, thinking it was going to be, this is just a story about uh, uh, a brilliant white man and how <laughs> being brilliant is just so hard for him. Yeah. Uh, that he, He's an asshole and we forgive him because he's so brilliant and tortured. Yeah. And so when it was kind of not that, when it was so much more about the weird relationship between him and his wife, yeah. uh, I was like, this is so much more interesting. Oh, yeah. So much more is happening here than I thought. So like, it surprised me in such a uh, genuine way. Oh, yeah. Because I, I think it was one of the Oscar <clears throat> Mills that I was like, I don't need to see this. Oh, and yeah. then uh, uh, at the time, uh, Robin Hitchcock was trying to see all of the Oscar movies that Oh, year, yeah, I remember. Which she nailed. Uh, but she was <laughs> like, I'm seeing it. I'm in your neighborhood. Do you want to see it with me? And I was like, oh, I like Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. And then we both walked out. We were like, that was weirdly good. <laughs> that was kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I felt the same way. I had to like see it a second time. But like, you know, after watching it, I kind of felt the same way. You go like, that was odd. But like for some reason, I really just liked it yeah. I don't know what it was like it's not my favorite of his movies but I, I was like just like there was just something about that movie that I just really dug yeah it just was like, such a screwed up love story yeah because in the end you're like up. what you're doing to this man is terrible yeah but you both like it <laughs> that's so weird I felt the same way about um, you ever seen the movie Bug 
No, I've been recommended it before. Uh, I enjoyed that film. I enjoyed it very much because it like it's it sold you as like this is this scary weird woman gets brought in by a man who's paranoid, schizophrenic, believes bugs are everywhere. Yeah. But like in my opinion, and it might be a fucked up opinion, at the end I was like, that was a love story. <laughs> he kind of helped her. Yeah. her. I have to watch this. Movie I mean, it's, now, yeah. Things happen to them. They're still terrible. Yeah. But like to the both of them, they actually cared about each other. Yeah. What a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I dug it. Yeah. I, for the same reason, Doug, that it was like, at the end, I was like, oh, wait, this was a romance. <laughs> oh, yeah. How did you do that? Yeah. Like, um, like at the very end, like when, uh, just like when he's like, kiss me before I get sick or something. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just like, yeah, you're, that's just you're like, uh, what? wait, <laughs> you're like, you're in on this. <laughs> you're like this. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, well, to you know. each his own. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's how it should have ended. Like he's just talking to his best friend. Like, okay. Well, hey. Hey, man. <laughs> I don't judge. You do your thing. I do my thing. He's like, hey, you want to catch the game? I was like, if it, if it ended like that, I'd be yes, like, oh. I would very much enjoy catching the game with you. <laughs> we just make a dress. Make <laughs> a dress while we watch the football. I enjoy a night with my chums. Oh yes. Um, Yes, throwing the pigskin while I uh, make <laughs> make a dress for my wife Will to put on her skin. Take the ground and make their way to a scoring run. Yes, I run love, like, <laughs> like <laughs> run. I'm a what, guy. what am I saying? Oh God! Right, see, I've given up on trying to learn sports. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm good. Oh my God! I've had a ball talking to you. Oh, uh, Dita was I. Oh, yeah. Talking uh, to you. <laughs> I've also enjoyed you talking to me. <laughs> you should be honored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just so cool. I've always liked your improv. I've always, I don't Thank know, you. liked you. you. We've talked a couple times after shows. You've always been a nice guy to me. And you, you always been, you've always been funny. And, you know, yeah, you're just a nice guy. I've always wanted, oh. I wanted to pick your brain a little bit, dude. <laughs> me. <laughs> okay. Thank, oh, you, thank so, you so much. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, John. Bye. You have been listening to Unplanned Comedy Pods, a podcast collective.